0: Okay, so we're we're uh, yeah, we're going now.
1: Do you hate this podcast?
0: <laughs> I don't hate the podcast. No, I uh, I hate uh, your co-host. <laughs> no, I I hate what like because usually like you know we'll get ready to do it and then like you're you're overwhelmed with things to do and <sighs> then you get and then you hate me and I uh, and then it. uh you know, I, I just basically spend the podcast like this. Um,
1: I feel you, girl. I feel you.
0: Like, yeah, you, you made, you insinuated this baby crying is my fault. Like, I didn't do it, but everything that is wrong in the world is, is my fault. Um, I'm sure no other man has ever experienced this. And, um,
1: well last night you were on the PKA podcast for how many hours?
0: I was on there for uh From six thirty to yeah. like midnight? eleven. We got down to eleven. Okay. So, in, yeah, the, in those in those four
1: and a half hours, not once did you mention our podcast. You were on a podcast and you didn't mention your own podcast.
0: Uh huh. I don't uh self promote well, I I don't. And I, I got I, uh, my uh, my assistant, uh, who was uh, who was also you, um, <laughs> handed me some papers to like before she went upstairs to uh, I of things that you know I should remember to plug. Well,
1: yes, because the PKA podcast is also on YouTube, so I gave you the link to your Caplets, YouTube.com backslash Caplets, because I knew you didn't know the exact link.
0: Yeah, because I'm a fucking asshole. And I,
1: and <laughs> I gave you the tour dates because I knew you didn't exactly know your tour. I didn't think I'd have to say, hey, tell podcast listeners that you have a podcast.
0: See, the thing Sorry. Is, is, like, a half hour Should have jotted it down, John. You were saying that, that you're like, you know, I was just yelling at you because <laughs> cause it's really me. I d- you know, I knew because you knew you fucked up by not putting that on, the, like, the, the, the things list of things to promote. And but now it's back to uh, I'm a dick because <laughs> the the mics are rolling, the, everything's on, so it's like all right, uh, and we're on the air. John's a dick, so great.
1: You're right. It's my fault for not reminding you to wipe your own ass, or to tie your shoes, or to breathe oxygen. No, I'm now. I'm just going too far. Yeah,
0: it's it really is. Uh, um, I just let you dig that hole <laughs> thank <laughs> and, you uh, uh, uh so yeah um happy thanksgiving <laughs> yeah really it's, it's, it's we should have invited the indians um we uh, it's it's, it's, it's uh, thanksgiving day that we're recording this um
1: i am thankful for you
0: <laughs> it sounds like it <laughs>
1: I am thankful for this teething, crying baby.
0: Yes, I am. I am certainly thankful for uh, for you and everything that has come into my life as a result of you, which is that teething, crying baby, and uh, this puggle, and um, just a lot of uh, just a lot. Whether it's uh, it just you, my life would be, in you know, a... awesomeness. You're looking for the word awesomeness. Good, it, it wouldn't be in as in nearly as good a place, even though I, I, you know, I can consistently complain about uh, my life, but. It wouldn't be where it's at without you. I wouldn't be sitting next to a crying baby <laughs> when I'm trying to do a podcast if it weren't for you. I um you know, I, I used to hate that on planes, but now I have it at home. Um, when I'm trying to do a fucking podcast on Thanksgiving fucking day. It's a holiday. I got a crying baby next to me. Jesus, sweet pea.
1: Her teeth hurt. She's I'm
0: sucking sorry. on a frozen washcloth. I know. Is it is it losing, losing its frozenness?
1: No, it's still pretty hard.
0: Alright. Uh, you just just hurt. I'm sorry. If you want to be a
1: sick pervert, you can she's sucking it so good, it's still hard. You know. No, I don't want I don't I don't, don't want to be a sick pervert. Oh, I, okay. I,
0: she's she's my daughter and uh I, I want her teeth to you know, not hurt. That would I, that'd be good there
1: you go i can feel them have you felt them come in
0: no uh you said that the other day i, I didn't
1: yeah you can see them a little bit and she's wearing one of those amber necklaces things it's yeah, probably you, i hoax. never heard
0: of it until you told me about it i yesterday. went to a
1: native american store like last week or whatever and they said amber is like what is it called
0: like, uh not abundant anymore oh it's like, you, uh, endangered maybe is no it, it's is, not an animal, well, I didn't know if it was endangered like it's same thing as an endangered species though like where it's like oh it's uh um I'm sorry that I don't know the word sweet pea um it's it's uh uh yeah, yeah non not abundant is fine, yeah, we'll go with that.
1: Not an easily accessed
0: resource? I don't know. I'm stupid, so I'm (laughs) going to just back off being your thesaurus for this one. But then
1: I found the necklace at Babies R Us, and so I'm guessing it's probably just fucking plastic. Who knows?
0: Well, I mean. It's all a hoax. You know, a a simple Native American shop may not have access to the abundance of, of, um, and real amber that uh, fucking Toys R Us does, or well, Babies R Us. Instead. Oh
1: no, it was Bye Bye Baby.
0: Well, that changes everything. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's, uh, who knows? It, it. I haven't. I mean, I I usually keep up on the amber market, but um, for some reason I'm slipping. Uh, isn't that weird? It, isn't that amber what they do the, the mosquitoes? In Jurassic Park, where, like,
1: yeah, kept in. yeah. I know my nana has like, um, she has a bunch of jewelry, and she has like rings and necklaces and bracelets and stuff that have amber with like mosquitoes and bugs in it,
0: uh-huh. like
1: prehistoric caught. Bug-ness.
0: It's kind of a waste to keep it in a necklace. Why? It's cool. Why wouldn't, it's like some you, of my why favorite... wouldn't you take the DNA out of it and start a fucking amusement park? I, I don't mean... know, because
1: it was probably caught last year. I mean, mm. it, who knows?
0: Ca- oh, you mean it was caught in the amber. It's it, all it, a hoax. Was... <laughs> I'm <laughs> saying these bugs weren't
1: from dinosaur era. They're, she just yeah, paid for them to be just, that way. Yeah,
0: right. They just tell you.
1: Yeah,
0: What's... who knows? Yeah. This... It, it, it's, it, it, it's, this mosquito died in 1964. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> what are we getting out of that? Nothing. Um, you so uh, yeah. So I did that podcast last night. Um, yeah, that's a long time to to talk to some dudes you don't know. They said... Uh, I mean, it just Because they is, reached is.
1: out to me with, like, statistics, and, like, they sounded legit. Yeah, yeah. And they... And so I was, like, looking through their stuff, and I noticed that they were really long, but I'm like, how long do you want for him for an interview? Because, like, ten minutes is a long time for an interview. Usually when it they... Is,
0: come, well, especially when it's over... Because it was over Skype, and, uh, you know, with, with Skype, uh, you, you really notice when you're, you're telling jokes... Or you're trying to, or you're just saying anything that's funny, like you know, whether it's just a remark or something like that. It, it, like there's a, there's a, you almost have to like wait a, an extra beat for there to be any reaction. So it's like it, it's it, it you almost like you feel like you're bombing for a second, and then there's a laugh, and then you're like, oh good, okay, all right, good, all right, let's let's keep going. And it's like you're you're just. <laughs> I'll allow these myself people. to live another day. You know, but but it's just you're just. I mean, you know, you'd think that Skype would make things. I mean, I guess it does make things easier as opposed to the phone. Um, you know. Yeah,
1: with, you at least were able to like see their reactions yeah. and stuff, right? But
0: but the thing is, is I, what I'm saying. Like when you're you when you're saying things that are, you're just a. I mean, I don't know these guys, so I just it's just sort of like i generally make more funny remarks or 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 attempts at funny remarks when i don't know people because it's usually just a it's a, an instinctual thing because it's like it's how it's how i sort of you know break the ice and you know when you don't when you have that sort of hiccup with uh with you know a, a, basically a a phone conversation it's uh there's just a yeah i mean i used to hate I always hated like I'm glad that like talking on the phone is pretty much, it's it, it's almost extinct. Like uh, it's it's not it's not abundant anymore. Um, <laughs> it's on the endangered list. Um, <laughs> it's uh because I always I always hated the uh, you know, I, I mean there was just I remember, you know, my sister when we were kids like she just so desperately wanted a phone. In her room, and my parents agreed to like give her like a cordless phone, but they it would like the base would be kept in their room, so it would wouldn't be like she could have her own phone. You know, it was just such a big deal, right? You know, back then. And then, uh, you know, I mean, it, just the concept of like, it, you know, like if you you got a girl's number, you couldn't you you couldn't text her and just go, hey, what's that? you remember me? You know, like or like I did with I mean, I texted you when I got your number, it's like it, it you know calling somebody is so potentially mortifying, you know you're just like I, hey, uh, hi, it's jo- John- John John, remember the guy you get you gave your number- you were pretty drunk, I guess, um boy, um, I feel like shit, but anyway, um i uh just wanted to see you want to hang out or something and it's like i I mean or you would i remember like in high school it'd be like you know just calling girls to talk almost like as a as a you know as a precursor to facebook or anything like that like you couldn't be on a chat room with people so aim
1: was huge when i was in high school AOL instant messenger.
0: Right, right. Well, that's yeah, see, I know. Never... My name
1: was my maiden name's Kelly. So Jamie Marie Kelly but backwards. So it was Y L L E K E I R A M.
0: Uh, well, we know. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie Marie Kelly backwards. All right. What was your AIM <laughs> name? I didn't have a fucking AIM name. I really? I never was I was never on I I remember I used to hear about chat rooms, but I was never it wasn't on a one.
1: chat room because it was like it was basically like Twitter, Instagram. I mean, it was the start of all that. It was your friends,
0: right? But but see, it's like okay, so you know, AIM is like it's almost it's like instant emails, also essentially, right? Mm. Like if you're on the computer at that time. Oh,
1: remember away messages? Of course you don't, because
0: no, I don't. glad you're no fun. I know, okay. Congratulations (laughs) on your marriage. Jesus (laughs) Christ. (laughs) I no, I never leaving uh, like the
1: perfect away message was so big. And mine were always song lyrics because I was that girl.
0: Uh Mm-hmm. Yeah, (laughs) you still are. I don't leave
1: song like some girls, some ladies leave not Instagram.
0: Some ladies. Uh Instagram,
1: like you don't know Instagram either. Fuck. What I I, know?
0: I I know what it is. I mean, I I understand. Leave like is.
1: music quotes. I don't do that.
0: Yeah, it's uh. Well, I I've seen. I mean, even like I always thought there was certain people like I know who like would be. They put like song lyrics as uh, you know, like my nephew does it. My nephew would do that with. He put song lyrics on the end of his text messages or whatever. You know, like, and I never understood what they meant. You know, it'd be, you know, like, he'd send me a text, and at the end of every text, it'd be, you know, like, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know, John. You know, it'd be like, hail the dragon or something. It'd be like, what? Wait, what was that at the end? He was just, <laughs> he'd send me a, a text about, uh, you know, I mean, if I was coming into Cleveland or you know, hail the dragon or like, what? What? It, it's, you knew what it was. You saw it. I showed you what it was because I was asking <laughs> you what it was at the time, punk ass. He's throwing me under the bus. Like, <laughs> no, I don't know what you're saying, John. I, wh- what? We have a baby. I'm saying You have a baby. I don't know what you're saying.
1: What does this baby have to do with anything?
0: I, uh, it's about you throwing me under the bus about. Mm stuff that you should know about. Anyway, um, (laughs) we are... uh, So, happy
1: Thanksgiving. (laughs)
0: Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Um,
1: What did you do for Thanksgiving growing up?
0: uh, Thanksgiving was, uh, you know, I usually liked Thanksgiving of all the holidays uh, because it was very, very relaxed. We didn't do anything. What? What? Well, it was just very like there was no um I mean obviously there's no like gift buying and gift exchange which I hate but there's uh there there was no nobody was coming over. Nobody was you know, we weren't going anywhere. It it was just I had, you know, four days off of school and you know that you know Thursday would you you know be just football and food and, uh, and 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 bed.
1: It's my least favorite holiday because it's so stressful. Really? Yeah, you have to clean and cook, and there's no presents. It's like the opposite of what you like.
0: <laughs> you don't get any reward. I uh, I I'm sorry. I thought that was. Cute. Um, <laughs> we're on Skype actually. Me and her. Uh, there's a, Was that a there's delay? A yeah, <laughs> between uh, my joke and her laugh. Uh, it's. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I had the exact opposite experience as far as I go. because I mean, you know, Jean would make a turkey usually uh, up until you know she had to uh, maybe till you you know like later when when we got. Uh, you know, when we got maybe into high school and she was, or I was in high school, my sister was in college and she just didn't feel like working that hard in the kitchen and she'd be like, you know, she'd just make, you know, like, hey, we're, hey, come on in, we're going to cut the pizza <laughs> um, you know, like uh, it the was
1: matrimonial cutting yeah, of the pizza. Yeah,
0: it's uh, ceremonial. Is what you want? Uh, Whatever. Matrimony is is a wedding. Go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> happy. <wedding soon. laughs> How's that for a thesaurus, motherfucker? <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, the matrimonial pizza. <laughs> uh, I um, <laughs> it, but I I just we just would it was really simple. We just always had a very simple thanksgiving dinner that involved just you know me my parents my sister later on would be my sister's you know boyfriend or whatever would come over but you know and then of course all my girlfriends um you know so yes I would bring my hand to dinner um but uh yeah it was just um it was easy you know as opposed to you know like Christmas when it's always like you know well, you, you, we got go to go, you know, this place for on Christmas Eve, and then we got to then Christmas Day. the so and so's coming over, and then we got to go over to here. Um, you know, Christmas day and night, and it was like always. There was so much like, uh, you know, you had to do so much on Christmas. There was it was just such a hassle. There were so many appointments and. I didn't, uh, I don't like appointments. hmm Yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway, we're gonna take a commercial break. We, <laughs> which is funny because we don't have any sponsors. Um, so, uh, <laughs> we'll be right back. Uh, no, I, I uh... Yeah, it just...
1: Because you hate holidays so much, like every... Remember that one year that I cried on Christmas? Mm-hmm, yeah, well. <laughs> that was fun. I was <laughs> just sitting on oh the floor God. crying, and the boys were wearing sweaters. <laughs> oh, I
0: know. That's the worst. You're just fucking dogs in sweaters, and you're crying. It's like... It's, I mean... You know, mind you, it's like it's not like we we have nothing to eat or something. I mean, there's a pool out in the backyard. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, get it together, dude. I mean, <laughs> and I just, you know, I I'm not. Uh, we didn't have obviously we didn't have Madden at the time. We didn't have. It was just a really a time when it was. You know, I get off the... Usually, it's it's probably like that this year. It's like I get off the road... And I sort of have a, a... A a clip of time... At the end of December or whatever... Going into January... Where I don't have to... Go on the road or do anything... And I, I just don't want to deal with shit. So it's just like... Yeah, let's just... I just want to hang out and be a fucking hermit. And that... Obviously you know, to you would, would be, I guess, depressing when it gets to, and it depresses me to depress you, because I don't want you to be, you know, I don't want you to be unhappy at all, I, I I just, you know, but when it gets to that day, like, when it's supposed to be Christmas Day or whatever, Thanksgiving Day, like, when we're just hanging out, just us today, you're okay with it today, but, I mean, to a degree, I don't think you like me, but, um... (laughs) That's not because it's a holiday. Yeah, right. (laughs) That's not a special occasion thing. (laughs) Uh, But but with
1: Thanksgiving, okay, so we had friends over one year. We went over to friend's house one year. Christmas, Uh we've never really celebrated. I put up the tree and stuff one year, and that was the year I cried because you, like, refused to come downstairs or anything. (laughs) But you've never celebrated holidays. So I've adapted myself to you. So with getting Madden ready for her first christmas i just assumed that one day when my mom was here my mom stayed with us for the past two and a half weeks Uh you're
0: building a case on me yes
1: um so one of the times when my mom was here i was gonna take madden to go sit on santa's lap i thought it'd be fun to see her first grandchild sit on santa's lap and blah 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 and you hate holidays that's the major factor in this argument Uh or just fact is it a factor?
0: I hate weekdays, too. I mean, to be honest with you. Go ahead. <laughs> well,
1: so I never, not once did I think, oh, he'll want to be there. He'll want to go to the busy mall. He'll want to stand in line with parents screaming at screaming children. He'll want to sit on Santa's I'm lap.
0: Screaming. Who, okay, got it.
1: Sit on Santa's lap, who
0: he what despises. Mall are you, going to? I mean, you don't like, like holidays. You don't like Santa.
1: You don't like the concept. You don't like families and children. Not like <laughs> I didn't think for one second that you would want to go. I'm Mr. Burns. What the fuck, man?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't. <laughs> you don't like humans. Earth. <laughs> it, it, it things, uh, the thing is is you get uh, i think a little bit you wanna compensate too much for how i'm uh, you know i'm just a i'm just a grump i'm a grouch about everything so it's just like i'm usually gonna you you know piss and moan and complain about most things um which i'm sure is very attractive um but it's still like you know you. You instead of just sort of like, I mean, almost just accepting that that's just the way it's gonna be, you're. I you're do one, accept that You want to fix things, and I understand. I've that. become
1: callous to it.
0: But you, you, but you don't. Um, you, 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 it still affects you to the point where you want to, um, fix it. You well, know. I
1: want Madden to go sit on Santa and have a Thanksgiving pie to play with in. She played in a pie
0: today. <laughs> Without context clues, a that sounds weird. Thing is, we have a Thanksgiving pie to play in. It's, it's not. Uh, it was, we got some good pictures, but it's still. We not did. A... I
1: sent them to my family. My aunt goes, "Did you bake that?" And I go, "No, I bought it, and I didn't even buy it to eat. We bought it for a photo shoot." Uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> like... it, it, was, it was actually good eating, though. I mean, after no, we it wasn't. Took the kids' butt out of it, but uh, no, it was. Uh, it's pretty good pie.
1: Um. So I took her to see Santa, kind of. I we were at school. We saw that Santa had set up, and so she went to sit on his lap. But she wasn't. She was wearing play clothes from school, so I didn't actually get her picture taken. I come home to tell you, my mom and I are taking Madden to sit on Santa's lap in the next day or so. Whatever. You all of a sudden we're like, I want to be there when Madden sees Santa. Blah blah blah. Like you took a stance for Christmas for once. Uh-huh. And so I was like, uh, okay. Like, I didn't want to tell you that she had already met Santa. So, yesterday, we go to sit on Santa's lap, and you still didn't know that she had already met him. Like, that they're... Yeah, no, no. You,
0: you did a great job of keeping things from me.
1: I finally told you because she was so chill with him. She's like, "Hey, I know you." Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I've been through this before. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like so proud of her too. Like, look at you.
1: You sat on that man's lap. Good, you didn't yeah, know. There's
0: my, there's my big strong girl. Oh, yeah. like, actually, yeah, right? <laughs> they go way back. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But I, uh, you know, I understand that you think like that and 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 i'm not I'm not faulting you for not uh you know realizing that I you know would feel that way about her sitting on Santa's lap. It was just you know, and like I told you yesterday when we were gone, um you know, without you thinking of it, I wouldn't even thought to take her. To see Santa Claus, uh, you know, at this point in her life, I mean, she's six months old. She doesn't know about that. Uh,
1: it's for her it's, pictures for the future, so she can sure, look back and, and go, I, "Oh, I, that's I my first Christmas." I, and, you,
0: and and I I rely on you to remember stuff like that because I just don't.
1: I'm the keeper of the memories. You're,
0: yeah, you're the, you're the you're the you're the historian. Um, at this point, because uh, I'm just trying to. Uh, you know, get through the next fucking road trip or whatever, and uh, write some jokes, write well, a fucking script. But I, I, I don't.
1: I'm sorry that I introduced her in uh, Mister Claus.
0: What, what? No, I'm saying I'm just I'm going. I'm just trying to, to to like I don't like I said I don't fault you for wanting to do that without me, or thinking that it wasn't a big deal to me, and that you could, but it was just, when you mentioned it, you know, I was like, oh, uh, could you, I, 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 I'd really rather be there for that, I mean, it it just seemed like a thing where, if it's her first time on Santa Claus's lap, and I don't know why, I mean, it's just sort of like, I guess the, the whole, you know, it's ingrained in me with tradition, and you know, I sat on Santa's lap as a kid. Um, you know, and uh, it's an adult a few times, but that's when that was a weird party. Um, it's uh, you know, uh, it, it would, but still, it, I just I, I when you when you brought it up, I'm like, I I, I kind of like to be there. I mean, because that's a you know, the first time. I just I, I want to be there and I don't know why, and I don't know why, you know, this out of, you know, I can't, I can't, like, really paint a consistency, uh, picture for you and say, see, I, I do this, so that's why I said I wanted to see her on Santa's lap for the first time. No, it's just, when that came up, I was like, I don't think I want to be cut out of that, and, um, Cut out of that's kind of a wrong word. But <laughs> you, you know, I don't I don't wanna be uh not there. I don't wanna not be there when she she's seeing it for the first time. And I don't know why and I'm i I'm sorry. I'm glad- I, I just
1: I'm glad that you wanted to be there. I want you to be a part of all those stupid things. I just uh-huh. thought you would think it was a stupid thing. And if I would have brought it to you and said, will you come with us? You'd be like, I'm not.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> see. You don't know me that well, okay? Because I don't. No, I, I think I do. I would not have gone. <laughs> I mean, because I've never said that in my life. And I I just wouldn't. Uh, I I, I. See, the thing is, if had you asked me, I would have, I in this case, I would have said, uh, you know, yeah, of course I want to go. It's
1: hard to keep up with you, Cap. It
0: is. I I didn't say I'm, Uh. uh you know, I'm not a head case. I'm a head case. But it, that's, it's, Uh, again, congratulations on your marriage. <laughs> so this is, uh, this is the guy you got. So
1: what day of the week you want to go meet the Easter Bunny?
0: And now, see, um, you you were like, I, I, you know, when you were telling me that you had taken her to see, I, er, I felt taken like it her was Santa right? and I felt I, like and like I it was a huge that, lie. That you had this sort of like guilt, like that you felt that sort of guilt that you had to tell me once it was once we had gotten the pictures and everything taken and it was over. I mean, and usually, I mean, the consequences of me getting mad about stuff are pretty slim. If you
1: would have gotten mad because Madden met Santa for 10 seconds a week ago,
0: like, that would have been don't, ridiculous. I don't, but the thing is, when I do get mad, it's like, it's just not really like, like, oh, no, I <laughs> better hide. John's <laughs> mad. I mean, it's like, I'm not going to do anything. But I, I just, it, but yeah, well, you're like, you know, <laughs> I'll make sure... That you're there when she sees the Easter Bunny, and I'm like, fuck the Easter Bunny, <laughs> fucking stupid ass Easter Bunny. It's like it's like Santa's punk ass little brother or something. Like it just, he doesn't count, a fucking bunny. <sighs> <laughs> so easy to keep up with you, <laughs> stupid bunny. <laughs> I remember we used to go see the Easter Bunny. I don't. I mean, we saw him a few times, I guess. it, it it's. I, I, I'm surprised I don't remember that, like, more, like, I, I don't have more memories than, like, I, like, one or two of seeing Santa or seeing the Easter Bunny. Really? Yeah, I don't have that, that many, uh... I mean,
1: my mom has every year. It looks like Santa shit in my mom's house. I mean, it just gets exploded with Christmas. Yeah, and maybe shit's not the word barfed. I don't know. I mean, there's just <laughs> Christmas everywhere.
0: <laughs> 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 and,
1: um, I mean the little snowman figurines the christmas i mean she's got a thousand different like santa claus fi- i don't she just goes oh, all yeah, out yeah,
0: you guys did that fucking pickle thing it I got smells the like time. christmas in there jesus christ that's she, i'd never heard of the, anything like that 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 find the pickle thing. it's a
1: german tradition
0: yeah i i my yeah. mother's
1: maiden name is witzberger
0: Right, Witzberger.
1: W i t z b e r g e r. Yeah, just in case you need my password. um. (laughs) In case you need my password to anything. (laughs) Um, no, it means it means wits means joke or funny antidote, and burger means mountain joke on a mountain.
0: Why, when people were writing last names, what, why, why, why didn't they? If we
1: have a son, his name's gonna be Witz.
0: Like you know, like Luke Skywalker. Like that's that's a name that you go, oh yeah, he's a badass. He's a Skywalker. Like you know, what? he's you know. But I mean, joke on a mountain. Like real. That's that's what somebody in Germany came up with.
1: It's a mountain full of jokes, a lot of jokes.
0: A, Your a son whisper, being named sounds, Witz is sounds, perfect. Yeah, it it means
1: joke, and it's a family it sounds name. Like a Anyways, bad where are we going with this? A bad sandwich. <laughs>
0: <What? Witch> burger. <laughs> um Oh,
1: so there's the German tradition where you hide a small pickle ornament on a tree. My sister and I go at it. It's so no, fun.
0: you do. <laughs> you go at it. That poor girl didn't go at it. She just was looking for it. Okay, firstly, she's a college
1: athlete. I mean,
0: she was so honest. She didn't even look for it before we got there. I mean, like. We, well, yeah, she's a little
1: too honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. She didn't even. She didn't look for it. Like, on the, she was like, no, I'll wait till Jamie gets here. And then. i
1: uh, had that thing scoped out for months.
0: Oh, jeez. And I mean. Well,
1: that's what was fun about Easter, too, was that, I mean, my sister and I are 10 years apart. So it's always been, like, I've wanted to have a rivalry with her, but it's not fun until, like, the last couple years when she's able to, like, actually take me down. She's, like, four inches taller than me, and she's straight muscle. Like, she can <laughs> she can knock me out
0: if she wanted to. But well, not at that time. She was, like, a freshman in high school, maybe, when, I, when we went there that time.
1: We met when I was 25, so, yeah, she was 15. Right,
0: so, I mean, you 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 still, you know... You could take her out at that point, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we
1: talking about fighting my sister? <laughs> well, I'm
0: saying because you were, you guys were, were competing for the pickle. I'm trying to pull up a a, a clip of, because uh, you, you found it. Um, of
1: course I did. I
0: mean, well, of course, because you're the, yeah, you're the man, honey. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've even
1: done it where like my family usually goes to Fort Myers Florida for Christmas and the last like couple years as an adult and in college and stuff I didn't go with them so and my sister's the only other grandchild child in the family so they would have her look for it and then they would have like my mom or aunt or someone look for it For me while on the phone, and Mm -hmm. I would would be going, look up, look down, look left, look right, look, like, (laughs) northwest, like, and I would still win.
0: (laughs) You guys are so lame. (laughs) What the fuck? I mean, come on, man. I Uh,
1: want those traditions with Madden. Like, on 4th of July, for breakfast, we have Sundays, which, I mean, I know that we eat ice cream most days for breakfast anyway, so it's not really a big woohoo but still like having those little fun things to do makes the year go round
0: uh-huh well i look i i just with the way you won though uh, like uh i, I mean cuz you like i didn't i hadn't uh, the first day of
1: winter i mean the first snowfall we make um snowballs and then we freeze them and then the first day of spring we throw snowballs and have a big snowball fight.
0: See, you you, uh, that's not
1: really a holiday tradition, but that was one of the family traditions that just popped into my head.
0: Yeah, I I just I just remember I'm trying to find the clip right now. It was you're
1: playing. You're watching basketball No,
0: because it was it was it was like there's this clip of uh, like in the 92 finals. uh, Jordan, like he like went coast to coast and like he dunked on like five Knicks and uh and and he was so pissed off that game, like he just like he like towered over the guys after he dunked on him and went, yeah, 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 and it was <laughs> that's what you did to that little girl when you i mean <laughs> your fourteen year old sister 15. you you yelled, you screamed, yeah, it was like it's a pickle you it's a i mean you're a grown up, you don't need <laughs> presents that it's not like when you were a kid. When you lived on Christmas, I mean, it's just, it's just a, it's That's a the thing.
1: Having a sibling 10 years apart, we didn't have that cool rivalry when we were at the age where we could have a rivalry.
0: <laughs> you, uh, yeah, you, it, it's, uh, damn, it's not on this. It's it, 92 finals, Michael Jordan dunking on, uh. The the New York Knicks. It
1: needs to be noted. That- Ninety
0: two Eastern Conference seven seven Eastern Conference final. Sorry.
1: Okay. It did not look like Michael Dorn dunking. You on did. It, no you
0: you, you 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 celebrated and flexed like MJ <laughs> like I, on a on a on a on a freshman girl in high school. Like you you you, uh, you yeah, yeah like she'd been fouling you all day. Like it was like dude what the fuck she didn't. She didn't do anything. It's just a pickle. It's just a pickle. Like, you, would you would you win a fucking a blockbuster gift certificate or something from that? Like, It was it a Victoria's a... Secret gift card. <laughs> I wasn't that far off. I wasn't that far off. That's so good. Because, um, yeah, it would be a general gift that could go to either one of you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sweet pea. She just woke been, up from a little snooze. You have been milking? Oh, look <laughs> at your eyes. You're so swollen. <laughs>
1: she's she she sleeping? Yeah, well, she's been nursing.
0: Through my loud yelling? Yeah, she's oh. used to
1: you and Barney.
0: Yeah, but I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I didn't mean to talk that much while she was sleeping.
1: No, she's fine. She's fine. She just, when she kind of, like, is in between awake and sleep, she has this, like, old lady granny face that, like, Oh, <laughs> you interrupted my sleep. <laughs> What? That's my old granny dog. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Where are you kids turn down that rock and roll music. That's yeah, that's mine was better. No, it's actually mine was. Um Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bitch, yeah. I got the pickle. What the fuck? Do you
1: know we have probably like forty different pickle ornaments because. After that, after you, be, it became such a thing for you... Oh, yeah, it's a
0: legend, yeah. I bought is,
1: so many of them just to, like... It's not even... You can't even find one in the tree now because there's so many of them. It's not a thing well, the, anymore. The thing
0: is, is I mean, you... Uh, you you're, you're somebody... It's like you You want to uh, continue the traditions that you grew up with as far as holidays go, but the, you can't rely on me to... Um, to, to to either plan them, execute them, or, or, or Show even, up them. Say, yeah, even, like, say, like, yeah, let's do that, like, and it's just, it's, it's like, if you want, like, Madden to grow up with that stuff, it's, you know, it's gonna be, at least at this point, largely on you, because I can't, I just don't, not, not only do I, I don't have the, the, you know, I don't have the time to focus on it mentally. I don't want to. So...
1: I think you will as you get older. I mean, obviously, we're not going to have a snowball fight the first day of spring in L.A., but I do want her to have those little things, and I think even in the last... I mean, she just turned six months on Sunday, and as she gets older and starts being more aware and you guys have a bond going on, Mm -hmm. that... if Okay, this is what I'm getting at with this. If Santa had happened four months ago, when she was two months old and it would literally been putting a doll into a, a stranger's arms, you wouldn't have wanted to go. But because she's now six months old and she was looking up at him and smiling and amazed by it all, you were intrigued by it as well and you wanted to be there for it. So the older that she gets and the more fun she has, you're going to want to be a part of it.
0: Uh, I think you're wrong there. Uh, I what? mean, as far as that assessment, because... I mean, not, not not as far as the second half. I mean, as far as yes, I, I do, I do agree that, um, the, the potential for, um, parenthood, and how much, like, you know, I, I just love her, and I want to be a part of her, you know, everything in her existence, like you are, and like you, you want to be, I, I, of course, I, so I'm not just gonna just say, well, I'm just gonna be like this, about, whatever holidays or anything else forever I might very well change because of uh, uh her and um but I think that if you had told me that you were taking her to see santa like if you like let's say you were still pregnant in uh like last week and you said and you were like after you give birth you're gonna take her to see Santa I would have been like ah whatever it just doesn't really matter but as soon as she came out into this world I've wanted to be around for her so I think it's not when she was two months old But she was two months old she was you know well into being my sweet pea so she's <laughs> she's uh a, a, no I I think as soon as I i i i held her for the first time i i don't think that uh you, you know. became so obsessed i am i i am totally uh i with that little girl who says that <laughs> <laughs> besides you what the fuck what's your problem so obsessed of course i uh we were having a little uh pathetic uh prom in the kitchen a little bit ago <laughs> um me you and uh, her and well it was me and her and you and scoby we were we were having a, a good slow dance
1: we have uh one of those amazon prime robot things where you it's, say alexa uh, and uh, she turns on and you say what time is it or set the timer for five minutes or play adele's hello and she does it mm-hmm. like it's kind of cool i like
0: her I you you I end up
1: like verbally abusing I her think
0: she's worth a shit yeah i think that there's just I have more music and stuff on my itunes and I, I it's just
1: but it's fun that we have little dance parties in the kitchen now because we can just say alexa play murmur murmur yeah and we, she, and, yeah. Well, and we do it
0: but you can do that with an ipad or or an, or an iphone though as long as you have a better speaker i mean it's a better speaker but yeah you can do that with a lot of not things. really the direction i was going okay in. sorry it's just, it's just... so
1: you and your daughter were slow dancing. It was really cute. She looked so weird. content yeah. up against your chest. And so, you know, I kind of I come to try to break it up, break it in. And Scooby comes and is like, "Uppies!" He does his like scratch yeah. on my legs it's where like he once cat. picked up. <laughs> and so he and I started slow dancing together. And the four of us were just having our own little prom. Well.
0: Mm, Barney, Barney, Barney. Mr. Mr. Barney was was uh, a creep in the corner, chaperoning yeah, just making sure you kids are safe, I'm going to have a little whiskey, (laughs) (laughs) I'm watching you.
1: My mom didn't realize that Scobie likes being picked up, she just always thought it was something that I did, where I would just like pick him up and carry him around on my hip,
0: Mm -hmm. it's like no,
1: he asked for it.
0: Yeah, he does, I've never seen a dog like really... Because most dogs like they'll be they'll accept being picked up, like okay fine for a minute, and then they'll start to like wiggle and go, Get, "Will you put me down?" Yeah. And Scooby's like, "No, he'll he'll put his head on your shoulder." And
1: no, he asked for that dance. Yeah,
0: yeah, he he asks to be picked up, and then he he wants to, he just he lays his head on your shoulder and is like, "Thank you for carrying me," and he's like. <laughs> It's like fucking Roger on American Dad. I mean, it's like, it's carry me. Thank you. I like being carried. <laughs> He's,
1: like, fluctuated between 25 and 30 pounds for the last five, six years. And I swear he weighs a quadrillion pounds now that we have a 15-pound baby. It was the, like he—
0: The numbers, though, always say it's like he stays around—he He does. He stays around 25. He doesn't go very high.
1: No, that, I mean when I, I've I
0: seen him go high, uh, like even towards. 30.
1: Uh, I think there was a moment when we lived here and he was like twenty eight.
0: I, I I love him. Um, I'm sorry, I don't know. That I'm you just do. saying
1: that now that we have a small, <laughs> tiny baby, he feels so heavy.
0: Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, because I mean, she's still. I mean, the the difference between fifteen pounds and twenty five pounds is big, when you're you know minute to when minute when you're slow dancing with well, them oh yeah when you're slow dancing and just you know minute to minute that you're carrying that you know sack of uh a baby or sack of dog you know <laughs> it's uh it it's, it can it can add up on your uh your back your knee arm falls asleep whatever
1: get it together old man I got a
0: lot of complaints <laughs> i got bursitis <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what that is i don't know is. either
1: <laughs> um, so we started this podcast off by talking about another podcast and about this podcast. Do you want to talk about another podcast? Tommy's podcast?
0: Oh, um,
1: podcast, hashtag podcast.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, we heard that. Uh, How did you hear about that? It's-
1: well, I have an app on my phone. It's Facebook, but for a fan page. So, like, mm-hmm. they came to me asking me if I wanted to be a part of it. So, It's not your regular Facebook and it's not your Facebook fan page. It's a separate one called, like, Mentions or something. It's, like, black. I don't know. But it basically sh- lets me see everything that I want. It's, so, like, if anyone types in John Caparulo, mm-hmm. I see it. Or I have it also set to, like, the Comedy Store. So I see if anybody mentions the Comedy Store, it shows me that, too. Even the ones in England and... Australia or wherever the other comedy stores are um and then I don't uh Chelsea lately a couple different like little trigger words I have that it shows me what people are saying mm-hmm. so with the comedy store one it came up with a comedian I had never heard of never seen before Earl Skackle, something like that
0: oh, he,
1: he had you have you I heard think of it's
0: him Skakel. I I've heard his i i know I've heard his name probably around the store but I don't I looked at his picture on the, the thing, and I I don't know that I've ever talked to him or come across him. I, I'm i not sure that—I I don't think I know him. Uh, and I kind of thought I—I I, I mean, at least up until the past maybe couple of years, I, I just kind of knew everybody around there. So, yeah. I, right. Well, just,
1: even I thought I would know. I mean, yeah. we've been more out of it in the last year yeah, or so. Yeah,
0: really, yeah. It's, 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 I and it's always
1: evolving.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean, with, with, once you got pregnant and then just with my road schedule and, you know, I've just, you know, we live further away too. And it's just like, it's, you know, when I have a weekend off or whatever, I don't, uh, I, I, it, plus, like, well, ever since, because the reason why we listen to this podcast was that, you know,
1: you, it was an interview, he was
0: interviewing Tommy.
1: Tommy Morris was the old talent coordinator at the comedy store.
0: Yeah, he was and the talent coordinator for, for... I love uh, Tommy. Yeah, I, I do too.
1: I, I mean, was, he was... When you and I first started dating, I was so intimidated by the comedy store and all the comedians. And it was like just this place that it was a magical... And I didn't feel worthy of being in it. Tommy was someone who really made me feel like I was welcome there, and I was wanted there. hmm And I will always love him for that, just to, to make me feel so comfortable that I could go back there and it, not only just be, you know, he would let me have whatever seat in the audience I wanted. I was allowed to, like, roam the building. I could mm-hmm. go up on the roof or in the back, and I never felt like, what the fuck is she doing back right. here or something, yeah. you know? Like, he always made me feel really welcome. Yeah. So, um...
0: And he always, from the start, like, when he, you know, from the time he, he met you, he was telling, you know, he even said to me, like, you know, uh, he just thought, he just thought you were, obviously he didn't see us at home, but he's like, you know, he's like, you know, <laughs> you know he's like, you you're the greatest thing in the world for me. And I knew he really, he really did, you know, I always felt like he really did care about me. Um, you know, not only as an artist, as a person, cause we, we, um. You know, we we basically we worked together at that place, and you know, um, sort of helped each other, um, you know, do our jobs for a lot of years. So uh, he was he's he was an Tommy Morris was was a you know when you think about like one of the you know five or ten most important people in your life, you know, he would uh, he'd be in there for me. You wow. Know? That's yeah. major.
1: Yeah. We don't normally listen to podcasts. Um and I I very rarely do and you don't at all. And so when yeah. this one came up and it was an interview with Tommy, I we were driving to go see Santa <laughs> and I was like, "Do you want to listen to this podcast?" Never heard this comedian before, but we wanted to hear what Tommy had to say and Yeah. It yeah. was what almost a two hour long podcast, and
0: yeah, yeah they the
1: ninety nine percent of it was Tommy talking, but that's <laughs> what Tommy yeah. does.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, you have to really be, you know, uh, um, well, you have to be a, a blabber mouth like me to to be able to actually, you know, have, mm-hmm. you know. Take the floor or, or take, you know, take the mic from Tommy and go, oh, wait, no, wait here. I got shit to say, too. And <laughs> I mean, it, it's just it. he's there just were times, he's a big personality. He is.
1: There were times that we sat in his office at the comedy store yeah. and you two, I mean, you're both fucking motor mouth. And I would get yeah. literally nauseous <laughs> just sitting there like <laughs> yeah. my brain just needed to turn I off. Felt bad
0: for you, too. It'd be like three hours, you know, <laughs> go by and like, oh, shit. Long time. yeah. I mean, but it, it, you know, he, uh, you know, listening to that, I, I was, um, you know, kind of just brought a lot of that back up for me, uh, about, um, you know, him being gone, because you know the comedy store was so.
1: He was unexpectedly fired.
0: Yeah, and uh, unfairly fired. I mean, I think he was, he was put out because. You know the people who own the place decided that, you know, they wanted to go in a quote-unquote different direction, which their different direction just didn't involve, um, somebody like him who was, you know, they basically wanted to do, you know, all they wanted to run the whole place like a business, and I'm sorry to wake you, dude. (laughs) I don't want to
1: interrupt you. Her face, she was pouting at you like, why? What, Papa? Why, Papa? Why would you so talk in my yet? sleep?
0: <laughs> Her face was so
1: awesome. It was such a perfect uh, pouty. What I'm saying is,
0: uh, <laughs> I, they're, 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 that place has basically been taken over from a business standpoint. It's a, it's a, you know, like every other comedy club, really. Every other comedy club, well, with the exception of of a few you, you know, there's there's it I mean I mean I get along really well and everything with uh the people who run the place now, they're cool guys and everything and but they're business people. I mean that's really what their um their objective is. And developing comics um, and being, you know, uh, a, a, you know, an artist colony and a, and a safe haven for artists to develop is not really, you know, the, a main, pri- a major priority for those guys. And, you know, I'm not saying that that, that makes them bad people or anything like that. It doesn't, it just makes them different. And what I just feel like, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm glad when I heard that podcast that I think, you know people like you know Earl Earl was somebody who obviously was you know at the would be one of the people who who was at the wrong end of Tommy's wrath uh as far as his position and you know him not letting him or not not making him a whatever a paid regular at the comedy store and so then people would get mad at Tommy, like, who the fuck is he to judge my talent, and why doesn't he think I'm any good, and blah, blah, blah. And a lot of people hated Tommy for, you know, for, you know, for, for the really difficult position he was in, which was, you know, he sort of, you know, he was sort of a figurehead that a lot of people felt like he held the keys to their success um, you know, or failure, and the thing is, is he didn't because I just think any all those guys who complained about him all the time, it was like, well, where else do you perform? Like, do you perform at at, at all the other clubs in town? And it's just just Tommy who doesn't want you on at the store because it was like it's if if, if you can compl- if you can perform at every other club, then. What, why are you even, why does it even matter to you about the store? I mean, cause it's like it, it, you know, but it's like, it's usually guys who, who get spots nowhere anyway. And then it's like, well, why are they, all of a sudden they're just fixated on, you know, Oh, well, Tommy's keeping my, keeping me down. Just like people used to think Mitzi was keeping him down. But the difference between Tommy and Mitzi was that Mitzi owned the building and Tommy didn't. Tommy was still an employee. So Tommy was at, uh, you know, it, 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 Tommy could have, there there were so many times over the, the years that he was talent coordinator that he would tell me that he, he felt like he was, he wasn't going to be around much longer, they were going to get rid of him, they were trying to get rid of him, and, you know, so it was like, it was something that was in the works for a long time, it just happened to go down when it went down. And the reason why they used for it going down was just it was just a, it was just an official explanation, and it was you know it was it was made up because I I that I'm not even gonna get into that because it's garbage. Um, but uh, you know the things that you know I was interested in hearing it. I guess because um, you know. Tommy came along like before he was even officially talent coordinator. In the time that I was at the comedy store, I got there and you know, it was a dark time. The it was it was the early 2000s and I mean, the just the, the weeknights were so dead and you know, there we we weren't the comedy store was very slow to um embrace you know, the, uh, the internet, and the, you know, social media, and shit like that, as it came along, and, and so, you know, they're just, the, 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 ticket sales, and crowd numbers, everything suffered, and the vibe there was just, it was, it was hard, it was a rough place, when I got there, but, um, I, uh, I just remember feeling so, sort of, um, I guess, it, you know, I, I just felt like my outlook was so bleak at the time when I was struggling to get spots at the store, because Mitzi hardly ever came in, and when she did come in, she was in a fucking bad mood, and she was firing people, and, you know, it just was a, it was just a rough, and then, you know, and then you had the, the the guys like they talk about on that podcast, you know, dominating all the stage, stage time, you know, uh, you know, uh, Eddie Griffin. I I love Eddie Griffin because he really did help me out at a time when I really needed help in my career. And he's a really good guy as far as just being a, a, a you know, he cares about the art form and he really, he, he did me a solid when he had no reason to. Because I really don't even think he even knows my name. Uh, I, he just had seen me on stage and thought that I was I, I deserved a shot, and, and helped me out, but, back at that time, there was nobody really running the place, and, Eddie would come in, and, man, he bumped the whole lineup for hours, I mean, hours, four hours, three hours, we'd just be there all night, waiting for him, I mean, he was essentially, like, talking to one girl in the front row, smoking a cigarette, like, and, and everybody was just, like, is this the show, and, I mean, we had nobody really protecting us, the, as far as artists who, who needed that stage to develop, who wanted to, you know, the, you know, who, who, who had become paid regulars, but were, you know, sort of being pushed around. And so Tommy came in, and you know, he had a he had a background in running, you know, nightclubs or whatever in Florida but he was, uh, he was an artist at heart, so it was really, really fantastic combination because it was like a guy who, he, you know, as he went along in that job, he was like, he was expressing himself through talent, the talent coordinator position, instead of just being a guy who made out a list every night of, you know, you're at 915, you're at 930, you're at he was almost like a
1: DJ for comedians.
0: And he actually, like, he would always, he would call me and he'd be so excited about, you know, the lineup that he made. You know, he'd be like, see, here's what I got going. Like, I mean, it, they did, you know, they call you now and it's just like, yeah, you're on at 1045. And that's it. It, it. When he was, he was like, okay, so, so the way I got it going is we, I have... So-and-so at 10, and then 10.15. And then we're going to we just do this at 10.30, and then you come in at 10.45. Yeah, you know, whatever. And it was just like he had this... He
1: understood the comedians and the comedy and the peaks and valleys of how the show would flow.
0: Yeah, and he gave a shit. That's so... That's such a big fucking deal. He gave a shit about that place. He cared. And he didn't own the place like Mitzi did, but he cared about it like he did. And... Um, I was glad to kind of get the impression from Earl's interview with him that you know uh, that that they you know that there was he it, it was he was it was almost like time had gone by and and tempers had simmered down and people were starting to realize what an asset he was to the comedy world. I mean, because I I've been you know, ever since I've tried to keep in contact with Tommy, um, you know, through email and stuff like that, and it's, you know, I even said to him, and one of them, I was, you know, it's, it was so easy to keep in touch with him when he was at the comedy store, like, I, you know, I don't call in as much anymore, uh, when I'm home, and I know it wouldn't be like that if he was there, because if he was there, I would feel like, you know, I would tell him, you know, when I, when I had to go on the road for, say, three weeks or something, I'd be like, I got to go on the road for three weeks, but I promise I'll be back, you know, at, at this time. And I felt like it was almost like, you know, I owed him um, as much as I wanted to go there and do a spot because I cared about the club that Tommy was running. And Tommy was, was trying to, he, he, because he really did, he, the dark place that I I came upon when I was a doorman at the comedy store, Tommy turned that place by, by weeding out a lot of the negativity that was at that place. And by putting the passion in that he had. And by, you know, really, really, you know, Mitzi, he was the first person that I had ever seen that Mitzi like allowed to sort of get inside her head. and, 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 you know, take a tour, and he cared, and he, so he was like, he really wanted to do what she did, and, because she really, really did create a unique and wonderful place for the comedy world, which is the comedy store, it's like no other, and, and it was, it was just kind of rotting at the time when he got there, because she was ill, and, uh, she wasn't around as much, and there was nobody really running the place, and he got there and gradually took the reins from her as far as doing her job, but the problem was is he didn't, he didn't own the place, um, but, uh, you know, I, I just, as far as Tommy Morris himself, I, I mean, you know, I was thinking about actually calling him tonight after he... Yeah, I don't know if I will, cause I'm gonna I'm talked out again. But uh, it, it's uh, you know I he's just somebody that I I will always you know I always have a lot of gratitude toward him, and I thank him, cause I thank Mitzi Shore for what she did, and 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 recognizing me as a talent, and 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 giving me a place to grow. But I really felt that my outlook was bleak when I was a doorman because I just felt like Mitzi never comes in and nobody ever, nobody ever sees like when I, when I did well and I would go on in, in stage and I would do, you know, I felt like I, I, you know, I was a, you know, I caught a fallout set or something like that. And I felt like I was, you know, better than most of the lineup and nobody was there to see that. And I felt like, man, what a it was, it was discouraging. But then Tommy became that guy who was like, he saw what was going on every night. So everybody who was doing really well, you know, he would report back to Mitzi and say, you know, you really need to, you know, start giving this guy more spots, or so and so is doing really well, or so and so is. It, it, you know, dragging the place down. I know they're, you know, they've been there for years, but they they gotta go. And he did that, and that opened the door for me and a lot of the other guys he mentioned on there to to turn that place back into what it was, which was a which was a, a place where rising young aggressive voices in comedy could uh flourish so that's why you know they mentioned that thing about carlos with me and um you know and I, i'm cool with carlos as far as a person you know and i've never had any problem with him personally but i, I it would i always hated the idea of you know i I'd, I'd, I'd have to do it when i was younger i, I hated having to fucking sit there like, if I got bumped by a, you know, somebody who was a bigger comic than I am, and have to sit there and wait to go on, and not know when the fuck I was going on, because I get really anxious before I go on stage, so it's just, it's torture for me to sit there and go, yeah, fuck, he's not done yet, okay, yeah, it's still not done, all right, and, and I remember the last straw was, yeah, uh, you know, the sound guy had put, Tommy was gone and t- and the sound guy put uh, Carlos on in front of me, um, even though, you know, the place was, we had a pretty f- full room that night. I don't know if it was sold out, but it was, it was close. And that wasn't because of Carlos, because he wasn't on the lineup. That was because of, you know, the promotions that they did and because of, you know, the names of me and the guys, you know, who, you know, all the other people who were on there. We had built a following ourselves around town. And it, it, so we were the draw, and we had filled that room. And I got bumped by Carlos because the sound guy just felt like, well, that's what you're supposed to do because that's what we always used to do. And I said to Carlos, I said, dude, what? I, how much... How much time are you going to do? And he was like irritated that I was even asking him and then he just said uh look I I'm just I'm just going to do 20. I swear I'm just going to do 20 and I'm done.
1: What year was this?
0: This was 2000 uh two, anyway, between 2005 2000 and 2007 maybe. Um yeah. It was probably around 2000 yeah, somewhere in there, 2005 to 2007, uh, and, yeah, probably 07, probably closer to that, and, anyway, um, he so he, uh, he said he was gonna do 20, and I waited around in the, in backstage, just seething and pacing and just waiting for him to get the fuck off, and I waited, I get, he got, I got to 35, and I was like, you know what? Fuck this. This is just disrespectful. And I couldn't do that to somebody. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't, I couldn't enjoy my set knowing somebody was back there hating me for wasting their entire night and fucking them over, out of their time. And I wouldn't do that to him. And, you know, and there are a lot of people who are, you know, Chris Rock in particular, I remember he. He wouldn't do that to guys like he... You know, there are guys who actually do care about the other comics and are considerate of other people's, you know, uh, place. And I, I I just was like... I'm not... I, I, Look, I can't stop him from bumping me, but what I can do is I can... I can leave. I don't have to stay here. And I don't need... I don't desperately need the stage time anymore because I was getting enough at that point. So, I was like, you know what, fuck this, I, I'm walking. And they can deal with whoever, you know, whoever came to see me and didn't get to see me. Which ended up being quite a few people, I guess. They had to give them, you know, uh, free tickets to come back. And I was like, it, it, I mean, so I, I just, I wasn't trying to like really... I wasn't trying to make any sort of power play, I just was exercising my own freedom, which was, you know, because I didn't want to deal with my own head, you know, having to wait to go on stage, because some rude ass was fucking running the light, so I I just, I just left, and what ended up happening is, you know, they instituted new rules and made that dude, you know, abide by some sort of code that, uh, you know, he, he wasn't allowed to just come in and bump everybody. And if he did, he was going to have to wait until Tommy said. And that's why it, it was so valuable about having somebody who was sort of the alpha dog at the place that Tommy was wasn't taking any bullshit and he was protecting guys like me. And so, uh, you know, I just really, you know, I, I, I can't. I can't, there's no way I can, uh, ever thank the guy enough. I wish he had, I wish he owned his own club. I really do. I, I, you know, if I, if I could help him do that, I would, I, you know, um, but I I,
1: understand why you can't have both. I understand having a business to make money and why you'd want a business person to be there, but why can't you have an artist helping the artist? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why can't you have a mixture of both? Why did he have to go?
0: I think because, um, they maybe wanted their free reign to, um, book who they wanted to book and not deal with, you know, uh, you know, like, a lot of times, that system there didn't make sense to people, like, I remember one time, like, Norm MacDonald wanted to go on and then they called Mitzi at night and she's like, no, because she didn't know who he was or whatever, and... They're like, it's Norm Macdonald, what are you talking, and, you know, they just ended up, like, putting him on anyway, but it was like, you know, she had sort of, that's sort of a, it's a members only place, and it's a place that's like, look, once you get, and you get your.
1: But that's what makes it so cool.
0: Right, but the thing is, is that can. By not having that,
1: that, it turns it into every other place. But
0: I think that can, uh, that can maybe counter your, um, you know, your, your, your business plan because i'll you know to be honest i I go there and it's um you know it, it, when I go there now it is the place is uh you know pretty packed um a lot of times and uh that's you know that's a large part because of what Tommy did to bring it back, but it's also you know there's a lot of i'm sure you know it, it business moves that are being made. That might not have been that might have been made difficult by somebody like Tommy, who's like, "No, we can't." You know, that guy didn't go through the the proper channels to showcase or whatever. You know, and it's like, but but he's a celebrity, and it's like, but it, it just I don't know. I I just think, and plus there there just been I, I think years of baggage buildup between you know, Tommy and the Shores and everything, like, you know, her sons, you know, I think they just kind of were done with that relationship. And it, and it's not like Tommy had... Tommy didn't have... I, I, yeah, I remember Tommy telling me once that Mitzi wished... She said that she wished she could leave the place to him. And, and you know, obviously she couldn't. Um, but, uh, you know, it was like it, he... You know, I, I, I don't think, like, you know... You know, Polly's a, an artist unto himself. Like, he he's a he's a comic. He wants to do his thing and doesn't really want to worry about other people's thing that, that much. You know, that might change over time as he gets older. But... And then his other brothers are, are businessmen. You know, so it's, they're, they're just not going to look at... They're just not going to do what Tommy was willing to do. He just... He really it's a rare bird that is going to want to do what he did and uh he deserves a lot of credit and um not just from me because of you know because I was able to flourish under it a lot of people uh and and most of us comics who 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 go to that place i i just and and then yeah the other thing i just from that uh that podcast interview was just Like, when they were talking about, like, why did I get, like, there's always those those fucking grumblings from the, you know, which, you know, as a comic, you have to eventually block out, which you get into comedy and you start to, you you get this impression that this is a team sport and that we're all kind of buddies and we're a big fraternity and we're all here for each other. And it's all bullshit, cause they're you know it's not football, it's fucking tennis. I mean, it's uh, it's it's a it's a it's a single sport. It's not a something that so they're not gonna you know, is there's people who are you know getting more spots, more stage time at your expense. You they they're not gonna you know stick up for you and say, hey, let him take some of my stage time. They you know, we all moved from wherever to Los Angeles you know, to uh to, to chase a dream and that dream doesn't involve you know, finding more fucking buddies. I mean, and th- and I say that, and I know that it sounds cold, and I'm not.
1: It's like the Bachelor. I'm not here well, to make friends.
0: It's it's not like the Bachelor. No. Um. It's uh, I don't. I don't ever want to. Cause the thing is, is it bothered me? Cause I, I. I. You know, I've always thought that I've. I've always been respectful to other people, and anybody I've dealt with, I've always been respectful toward. I know that I'm. Um, very, very anxious and agitated before I go on stage, so there may have, there well, there have definitely been times when, you know, people have caught me at the wrong moment before I go on stage because I'm actually, you know, I'm nervous, you know, about whatever I'm gonna do, or, you know, it's like, I don't want to fail, I want to do really well, and I want to, you know, I, I just, I cared about what I was doing, much like Tommy did, and so, I don't know whatever the implications were, like, are they, you know, what it means, because Tommy never would tell me, um, you know, hey, well, it's so-and-so, you, you know, there's certain people who don't, you know, who don't like me for some reason, and, you know, there's certain people who just, uh, who, who decide to compensate for their, you know, Maybe for their lack of talent by by turning uh you know turning art into a fucking prison yard, but it's not that you know I mean you know there there's guys out there who who are in this who are in the art business who are no more than just fucking bullies and they're you know because it's easy to bully artists because most of us are pretty fucking passive. So, you know, yeah, they, they flourish because they're the only, they're the only bullies around, and, you know, it's like, fine, you're, you're, I mean, (laughs) you're, you're, you're the toughest guy at the, in the back of the comedy store, you still, I'm I'm still funnier than you are, so, um, (laughs) so deal with that, stupid, um, but that's not really the point, I just, I It just always, I've just always been like, you know, I don't know, it always bothered me that there would be some sort of resentment or whatever, like I got, right after I did meet Cap, I did, I asked Tommy, because Joe Rogan wasn't coming around anymore, because of the Carlos thing and all that shit, Joe Rogan used to have a half hour spot on Saturdays, so I'm like... You know what, Tommy? Do since Rogan's not doing that anymore, you think I could come in and do double spots in the OR um, on Saturdays to because I want to try to work out some new stuff. You know, since I've already put out a special and I want to work on a new one. And you know, Tommy was not only the talent quarter, but he was a, he was a you know he was a supporter of mine. He was a fan of mine. He was largely you know, responsible for where, where I gotten at that place, like I said, so he gladly gave me that extra, you know, that extra 15 minutes or whatever on Saturdays in the OR. Now, that, that, that didn't last for a real long time, and, they, and like he said, anytime he said that, you know, I just have too many guys that I got to put on, is it okay if I just give you the regular 15-minute spot fine, you know, fine, and I mean, I, I never objected, I never it, it got mad about it, and then, you know, it, you know, Tommy and I always had this thing where it was like, I mean, you're supposed to do a 15-minute spot at the store, I, most of the time, I would come in thinking, I'm not, in a, I'm not in a great mood tonight, I'm gonna bomb, just light me at 12 minutes like you do with everybody else, Tommy, because I just, I can only do 15 Cause I might end up sucking, it, cause that's what I felt like every night, and and Tommy would just kind of look at me like, yeah, all right, I, I'll yeah, I'll get you, I'll be, it'll be all right. Like he just, it'd always be like, oh yeah, okay, but then Tommy would light me at fifteen minutes, at least maybe eighteen. I mean, he would just. Tommy wanted, for whatever reason. Well, I know for what reason it was because he felt like the the show got better, because I added something to it, and I don't, and I, I hate even implying anything like that, like, that that sounds arrogant or anything, but I feel like, you know, I do my job pretty well, because I give a shit about it, and I, so, so maybe it's just because, you know, I'm, you know I'm I'm decent at what I do. That I got the, you know I guess I got some I got some bonus. I guess bonus bonus minutes or what whatever. But it's not like I didn't fucking earn those minutes. I I was I was at that place for a long time. There was a long time when I was was, was as good as anybody on the lineup, and I was, I didn't have a spot, so I had to wait on the fallout list, or I had to work the door for seven, eight, nine nights in a row, and, and hang the fucking letters on the sign for some comics who weren't, who weren't as funny as I was, I thought, you know, I had to do that in order to you know, pay my dues, and earn the spots that I got, so yeah, I did go through a time where I got 30-minute spots on Saturday, you know, when it was, you know, feasible for them, you know, and, and yeah, Tommy, you know, Tommy was, uh, you know, he, he was, he was a guy who I could, he was a friend, and he was somebody I could go and talk to and say, I need this Extra time, because he wanted me to do that extra time too. He was a, he was a, he was a supporter, and I don't, I don't feel like I was given that time. I don't understand why anybody who was there while I was there would ever question why I got that time. I mean, it, it's, it, I, I don't know. I mean, really, I mean, me, I, I if i mean there's just certain guys out there who not only are talented but who who put the work in and i was both of those things so if you got a problem with any time i've ever put in at that place or any place you can fucking suck it all right you really can i mean and I'm not gonna beat you up because I'm not a bully, all right? So you know what? You can kick my ass too over these comments. I don't care, but still, not? but still, I mean, I'll go on stage swollen and be fucking funnier than you are, all right? <laughs> so, all right, so, uh, I, it, it yeah, enjoy that. Um, it, I, I, yeah, I, that's that's my piece on that whole thing. You, you, uh, sweet Pierre, you, uh. I'm I'm sorry. I've been rambling myself. Jamie's been trying to add in when she can because it's uh, <laughs> somebody's uh at the witching hour now.
1: It's about time for bed.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's almost six. <laughs> <laughs> That's our life at this point. Our and life. Your life. Yeah. I say ours because I'm trying to be, you know, a team a team player here. Um. Well. <laughs> I uh, For the next
1: week, you'll be home. It'll be our life, but then you're heading to Lexington, and then Tempe, and uh Baltimore. You're doing a casino in Baltimore, the Horseshoe Casino. Uh
0: huh. So and yeah, those Nashville. will be yeah. I'll I'll probably be reasonably funny in those shows because <laughs> um, I put the time and the work in, and I had. I think, some talent to begin with. I, I hate talking like this because I...
1: Well, it's not you. You're not a promoter. You don't... I
0: don't. I don't. You don't. I don't promote my own podcast. You know? <laughs> it's, yeah, I too.
1: know. And I will yell at you for it. <laughs> but it is irritating when you listen. I mean, we just listen to that podcast just because, oh, it's something that Tommy's on and Tommy's no, not normally to interviewed. Tommy,
0: when I wasn't... When I wasn't talking to him. Right. And most of the things that
1: Tommy... Well, all of the things that Tommy said are things that we've heard before.
0: Yeah, I almost felt like he told me that just to boost my ego, really.
1: Right. But then we hear...
0: It was was really... where
1: Where you stemmed off on this conversation, rant, whatever, was because in a part of that podcast, you know, they were saying, well, whatever you think about Cap, as though people talk shit. And... Because I'm in the back corners of social media, I do see a couple of older comics talk shit. And I don't know why. Because you are the nicest guy I've ever met. And I'm not just saying that because I'm your wife. I married you because you're the nicest guy. Right. But, and so it is, it's, I've even like asked people and stuff. I'm like, what, I mean, where is this coming from? Because it seems so out of like not even left field, like a left or left, uh-huh. like a v-
0: parking lot field. Right. And I think the two that you're talking about. Are complete yeah, assholes yeah, and yeah, douchebags. And, and I, I, I think uh, one, one, I know that I've just, I've had run-ins with him, uh, you know, just, and and they've all been, I, and I, I mean, I can say this with all, you know, honesty, because of him, I mean, they've all been his sort of, like, he started fights with me out of nowhere, like, where he's, he's, like, sort of, like, interpreted conversations or, or incidents that, you know, over, you know, stage time, over, you know, whatever, like, you know, who's going on next type of shit, that I, I've never been anything but respectful, because he was a, he was a guy that I, I mean, I, I looked up to and was, I was a fan of as a kid. I, I came to know him as an adult and had much less respect for him. But I mean, <laughs> it was, uh, it, he was just still a guy that like, you know, I mean, still I have enough respect that I'm not going to name his name at this point because I don't, I, I just don't, I don't think you should do that. And I don't think it's uh, well. He named your
1: name in one of his podcasts, which that's where I had first heard of this. Because I'm like, where did this come from? And even his fans were asking, well, what did John Caparulo do? And he couldn't answer it. It was like he has this weird beef, like a.
0: (laughs) But I think that's that that also doesn't even exist. I I said to Tommy once. I said, you know, you kind of as as wonderful as you know uh, of an asset. To the Comedy Store and, and to to me personally and my quest as you've been, you kind of hung a target on my back. Like, because Tommy saying things like I'm the best, and, you know, whether that came from Mitzi or just from him, I don't know. It, it, it you know, he treated me like I was... Well, you it know, he, it came from Mitzi
1: because it's not only come from Tommy.
0: But but, but he, he, for whatever, you know, he thought because of the way crowds reacted when they were leaving, the people who were repeat customers, the people who, what, the guy, you know, he would always say that they talked about, you know, they, uh, just, they usually just, they, they would like the guy in the head or whatever it was. And it was like, I just, you know, I, uh, uh, he he kind of put me out, like, almost like, like, you know, a teacher's pet situation, where it's like, you know, I was, you know, sort of like, you know, a favored guy, I was, I was put in a favorite situation with him, and I'm put in the situation amongst, you know, uh, a bunch of other comics who, you know, you know, whether, I'm friendly with most of them, and I—I I mean, it's—it's, it, but there is, there are jealousies. There are um, there's competitiveness. I'm competitive as fuck, especially in that situation. Um, so. But yet you the,
1: can't find the pickle, motherfucker.
0: I can't find the pickle and dunk all over my little sister. Um, but uh, I just, I—I I just think he he put me in a situation where it was like, guys like, the guys you're talking about. They started uh, look uh, like if they were looking for somebody to resent and to to hate and to to be jealous of. They're gonna look at somebody like in my position when uh, you know during the years at the comedy store with Tommy, and I'm not saying that I'm like in the comedy world I'm like the, you know anywhere near the top, but um, I'm saying just at that place at that time, you know, I, because you also have to understand, comics are generally, and myself included, we're not wired very, you know, tightly, so, you know, you're, you're amongst jealous competitive nuts, and those jealous competitive nuts are gonna be mad at whoever gets the treatment that they want to get they feel like they deserve themselves and i guess i got that for a while and so i'm at the uh i catch hell for it um but not to, not usually to my face because it's usually i'm usually i usually i just don't i don't stir up shit with people i try to be a decent guy but I'm trying to be a decent guy in a place that's um not altogether decent uh people are people are dicks at times and those two people that you're talking about <laughs> they're just they're just a they're a waste of time um but uh they they can uh they they can enjoy going and fucking themselves <laughs> so i I don't care about i mean i like i said I could you know, I could uh, spell that one out like I did with Vince Vaughn, but I'm not gonna. Because um, I just... It's just not worth it, calling them out because it'd be like... I, I'm, I'd am i basically be feeding the fire that they would want to start. Which is, let's start up a fucking, you know, war like uh, like rappers. And I'm not gonna do it because I don't want them to get, uh, you know... I, I don't want them to get... To, they're they're just not gonna get the publicity that they would want from me, and vice versa I don't want publicity for fucking battling other comics. I don't give a shit about them. I'm trying to just just trying to put my own art out there and I'm trying to do my own thing, trying to you know uh you know set my own place in comedy world, and that has nothing to do with them anymore so I't uh, you know. Fuck Uh but again, I was never anything but uh um it, it was, you know, upfront, decent and um honest with those people. And they uh didn't reciprocate. them. So it is what it is. Anyway, I'll be in Tempe. Um the uh <laughs> no, I uh, I yeah, you already you made the announcement, right, with the with where I'm gonna be. Yeah. And uh and then we've gone uh, an hour and thirty two minutes. So yeah. um so that's we'll say happy exactly fucking what we wanted to do. Um let's uh let's uh go dealing with this crying baby. All right then. Good night. <laughs>